What did you do as a child that made the hours seem to pass like they were minutes? Therein lies the secret to your earthly pursuits. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. What was your favorite thing to do as a child? When you come to do training, here with us at The Natural Lifestyles, you'll find yourself asking this question of a complete stranger. I'll explain why they're a stranger later on in this talk. Why do we ask you to ask this question? Well, for one thing, we're taking you through a course of exercises that are aimed to be your first entry point into greater amounts of freedom in the social universe. In the modern world, most people inhabit large metropolises. However, it's fascinating to notice that the behaviour of many of these people was as if they were living in a small village. What I mean by that is, these people are interacting with a very small amount of people. The people that they work with, their friends, their family, random acquaintances perhaps that they managed to pick up along the way. But anybody who knows anything about approaching and about seduction and about social freedom knows that these are doorways to open the social universe for you to experience more freedom, more choice, more satisfaction and more happiness. This is the point of life. What did you like to do when you were a child? What was your favorite thing to do as a child? Or as Carl Jung would say, what did you do as a child that made the hours seem to pass like they were minutes. Therein lies the secret to your earthly pursuits. I believe that's true for two reasons. The first reason is what you're naturally drawn to, what you just discovered and enjoyed doing. Maybe somebody who enjoyed making things is going to end up as some kind of a theater maker or an engineer. But the other side of that is what I'm here to talk to you about today, something very serious and incredibly fun, something called play. When I say the word play to you, what instantly comes into your mind? Maybe you picture your childhood where you spent a lot of time playing. Maybe you think about the button that you press on your iPhone or stereo when you wanna hear the song. Maybe it's about fun. Maybe it's about not caring so much and enjoying things. It sounds silly when you say it, fun is a serious business but it is hugely important. If you want to enjoy your life, for one thing, of course, you're going to want to have fun. You're going to want to be capable of experiencing that pleasure, to be able to relax enough to enjoy yourself, to forget about your cares and worries and just enter into the moment. But also, and this is crucial to what I'm talking about in practical terms in particular, in order to be successful with approaching with interacting with women, with dating them, and with seduction in general, you need to be able to have fun. The reason for this is that the opposite of fun is boredom, frustration, all of the things that you cannot bring into an interaction with a beautiful woman. And as you can see, I'm starting to show you the face that I often encounter on the faces of guys that I coach. And I've got patience to them. They're trying really, really hard 
They've made their decision that they're going to go out there and break into that social universe and meet new people. They're screwing up their courage. I know it's difficult. All of these emotions coming, thoughts racing, trying desperately to stay calm. And, and this all the time, they're going to approach and, and stop her. And she's like, whoa, I don't want to have anything to do with all of this tension that you're bringing in there. You need to take these dimples and somehow place them here. Hi, I'm here to meet you much more approachable, much more likely to engage with someone. And again, this is a particularly difficult challenge. A man needs to be a gentle man. He needs to be bold. He needs to discover within himself and develop within himself the confidence, the strength, the surety to go over there, but not this kind of surety where he's trying so hard, where he can't relax and paradoxically be bold and still calm, gentle, empathic, or according to our first principle here at TNL, aware. Aware in the moment, and still able to put himself in there. In order to do this, in order to somehow amazingly lift oneself up and take oneself into these very challenging social situations, and yet still be able to be present and be calm and really be enjoying that situation, it does take some work. What I want to share with you, first of all, in this first of four videos, is how we begin to cultivate the kind of state of being that's going to allow that to be possible. What I want to begin with is that first principle of the natural lifestyles, awareness. I want to show you a simple meditation that you can practice right away to start getting into exactly what I'm talking about here with being able to be bold, but also relaxed, calm, fun. I want to show you how you can develop within yourself the kind of attitude that a child has. A child looks at the world and their view is not as clouded by all that has been developed in the experience of becoming an adult. The attitudes, the cynicism, the boredom, the responsibilities, the disappointments that have piled up upon us to the point where we don't see reality clearly anymore. We see it instead through a screen. What we need to do in order to remove this screen, in order to return ourselves to a sense of wonder, without overthinking things, without imposing meanings and interpretations constantly, but taking things in, to cultivate a sense of curiosity where we just genuinely want to find out things rather than being objective focused and thinking, yes, I'm going to take this for myself. Being scheming and strategic, which I believe is ultimately unhelpful. And allowing ourselves to be innocent. For one thing, to let go of so much of the embarrassment, the awkwardness and the shame that many guys feel when they go out to engage in this process of approaching, engaging, dating, seduction. The way to do that is to remember what it's like to be a kid. And what I'm talking about here is not about being childish. Play is a serious business, but I don't want you to think that I'm encouraging you just to be silly, just to be impulsive like a child. No, that is childish. What I want to help you to do is to return to a state where you are childlike and you can fully experience this moment and fully enjoy it. When you look at a child, as you're walking through the street, you notice that the child's eyes are wide open. 
The child is constantly looking around and taking in experiences, taking in sensory information. This child will often put things into its mouth to see what they taste like, to see what they feel like. This child is in the process of development and learning. Children play so much for one reason, because this is how they learn. This is how they begin to experiment with and understand the world. Before I go on to talking about that, I want to first help you to cultivate again inside of you that sense of wonder. This is a very simple meditation that simply focuses on your five senses. First, find a good stance inside of your feet, which should be a little further than shoulder width apart, toes facing forward. I want you to stretch out your toes inside of your shoes and then grip the ground as if the ground might tip up. Grip the ground for a bit more, squeeze it, now relax your feet and push. Push through the arches so that your feet are flat on the ground. Shift a little over your center of gravity and just find a nice balance point. Now, shift your body into the horse stance, which is like you're riding a horse. Your knees should sink forward a little. You should sit down into this posture with your backside out a bit. Let your belly hang forward and breathe into it. Take a few deep breaths. Hey kid, what's up? You might feel that these muscles are a little bit uncomfortable as they begin to expand. That's because you're breathing into your diaphragm. You might not be used to this unless you've had vocal training or singing lessons. That's something that I want to save for a different time. For now, just massage those muscles in a clockwise direction with your hand. Still breathing in. Remember, your knees have sunk forward, you're sitting down a bit, your belly has come forward. And now I want you to complete the posture. Take your two middle fingers, place them on the seams of your pants or thereabouts. And now from your quads, push up with your shoulders coming back according to where those fingers are and engage all of the muscles of the back, all of the shoulders, the entire organism of your body sharing the load and organized evenly together. Now you have a nice stance. Take your right hand, place it under your belly. If it was cradling it, the left hand settles over the top. Now close your eyes. Here at The Natural Lifestyles, we use ancient meditation techniques, some of which were used by Siddhartha, the Buddha, to gain enlightenment, in order to help you to achieve what meditation aims to help you achieve. What I was describing earlier, a clearer vision of reality. That's part of what we're focused on here, although I'm going to shift that meditation, like I said, to help you explore your five senses. But for now, I want you to begin with the foundational technique of what we use. This is called Anapanya. All it is is breath-focused meditation. Put your awareness onto the small area of skin around the entrance to your nostrils. I want you to focus on that small area of skin and keep your focus on this area. Study and observe the sensations that you experienced there. Watch them closely as if you were a scientist observing an experiment. 
Now, you may easily find that very quickly your mind will begin to wander away. If your mind wanders away and you find that your mind is now focusing on a thought or an emotion or anything at all, perhaps a distraction from something around you, please don't become frustrated with yourself. Simply notice, ah, my mind has wandered away. I'm no longer focusing on the sensations around my nostrils. And then simply, gently, calmly, surely, return your awareness to that small area of skin around your nostrils and simply observe. Now, in order to get the benefit from the rest of this meditation, it's important that you focus closely on this first part. As you return your awareness to this small area of skin, the discipline of your focus will begin to improve. You will inevitably, if you persist, inevitably begin to keep your focus there for longer and longer you are sharpening your focus and attention to this small area. At the same time, your focus and awareness, your attention to the breath will inevitably bring you into the present moment. That's because your in-breath and your out-breath is the most real and apparent thing that you are experiencing right here, right now. Without this constant in and out breath, there is no more you. What I would like you to do now, after you've spent at least 10 or 15 minutes focusing on this particular area, this small piece of skin around the entrance to your nostrils, I want you to move that area of focus inside your body to the top of your head. I want you to put that focus and awareness inside the top of your skull. And then, as if your focus and awareness was an x-ray scanner, I want you to slowly move down through your body. As you move through, I want you to pause when you find a sensation there. Right now I can feel there's some tension in my skull. So if I focus closely, I notice that it's pulsing slightly. I don't do anything with this. I merely observe in the same way that I've been observing the sensations on the skin around my nostrils for a few moments and then I move on. I want you to keep sweeping this awareness, slowly scanning through your body. I notice some tension now here in my shoulders. I spend a moment observing that. Then I keep on sweeping through. 
I want you to do the same thing and slowly, gradually move through your internal body. You can scan one arm at a time if it makes it easier for you. Just pick up where you left off and then continue to scan through your body. On a side note, I mentioned just before, I found some tension here. This can be an excellent opportunity to simply notice the tension is there and then let it go. Oh, it feels so much better already. When you have moved your awareness through your entire body and scanned through right down to the soles of your feet, where you should be feeling some slightly more intense sensations from the pressure of your body, I want you to slowly start moving back up again, scanning once again, looking for sensation. I noticed the tension in the muscles in my calves. Ah yes, I cracked my knee yesterday, I feel it, it's still a bit, little bit stiff there. Simply observe the sensations, move right back up through your body until you reach the top of your head again. Then return your awareness to your nostrils, to your breath, just for two breaths. One, second one, and two. Let's stay inside the body, but I want you to put your entire focus on the inside of your mouth. I won't be able to talk you through this one. Again, just observe for sensations. What tastes can you find? Yeah, that was a good curry for lunch. What sensations do you feel? Dryness, wetness, stickiness, whatever it is. Simply observe and then keep moving through to find other sensations. As you shift your focus and awareness to what you may already be noticing is the first of the, the different sensations that you feel. We're looking at taste right now. As you shift your awareness through, I want you to spend at least a few minutes on each area. Just focusing on the sensations, just observing them. And I notice how furry my teeth are. I rushed out the door and didn't brush mine. My dentist will not be pleased. Good. Two breaths. Focusing on the breath, on the skin around the nostrils. And then I'm ready to move on to the next area of focus. You've scanned your internal body. You've scanned inside of your mouth, observing sensations. Now I want you to move from taste to touch, the external body. In the same way that you did before, take this area of focus and move it to the top of your head as if there was a jar of honey being poured over you, move over the surface of your skin and observe, scan for sensations there. Slowly move over the entire surface of your skin from the top of your head, right down over your face, your neck, your shoulders, observing sensations. What can you feel there? No doubt the touch of your clothes on your skin. I feel this sunshine on my face. I'm aware of that. And every other sensation on the outside of my body that I'm experiencing, all these touch sensations, I observe them moving down 
to once again the soles of the feet where there should be some intense sensations. Once you've experienced those and observed them, move slowly back up through your body until you reach the top of your head again. Excellent. Now the sensation of sound. You might be trying this in a quiet area, but wherever you are, I want you to totally focus on the soundscape around you. I hear somebody walking over there. That's one sound. In the distance, the extremely loud sirens of Budapest can be heard clearly. A jet just went over. There's a dog's bark. People are talking over here. Sounds like Hungarian. What a surprise. People talking over there now. A woman laughing over there. The rumble of a jet plane. Someone's bike. They're hopping on the bike, it sounds like, or moving it around. Someone rustling the leaves down there. My hearing is becoming more and more finely tuned as I focus on it. A bird. There's another one. Different bird call. Or is that someone whistling for a dog? I'm totally caught up right now. What is that? The wind? A car? A jet? Sounds like a dog walking. List as many different sounds as you can. I would encourage you to try this meditation in a park. For another reason, it's great to get out into nature. Total no-brainer. That dog is about there. Once you've listed as many different sounds, and you saw I got quite a list there. Again, two breaths. Returning to the breath. Observing the sensations around the nostrils. And now, I want to return us to reality. I want us to focus on the sensation of sight. But first of all, I want to move again slowly through all these different areas, just as a revision too. So for two breaths, focusing on the skin around the nostrils. What sensations are there? What does it feel like? Two breaths now scanning the internal body, just from top to bottom this time. Noticing the different sensations. All the internal sensations you feel. Now to external sensations. Sorry, I've skipped one. Inside the mouth now. Two breaths, just noticing. What are the sensations? What tastes are left over? Mm -hmm. Now we're ready for two breaths. From the top of the head down to the bottom of the feet over the surface of the skin. Let's go. There's an itch there. You don't have to scratch them. In fact, try just observing them. What happens? There's the wind on my skin. Now I've reached the feet. Two breaths now on the sounds. A different dog now, further away. Oh, the leaves being moved by the breeze. Lovely, beautiful, calming, relaxing sound. 
feel like I'm on drugs, honestly. And now, keeping my eyelashes crossed over, keeping my vision blurry, fuzzing my eyes, if you will, and not looking, not focusing on anything in particular, I slowly allow my eyes to open. And again, without focusing or looking at anything, I simply allow myself to see as if for the first time. When I'm coaching you on a workshop and you complete this and I'm there looking at you and you're in this state of wonder that I'm in right now where you are completely caught up by your sensations, by what you can touch, what you can taste, what you can hear, what you feel and what you see, I will always say to you, and I'm gonna let myself do this now, take a minute, go for a walk around this park and continue to explore. It's good to be alive. It's good to feel like a little boy again. I genuinely feel like I'm in the present moment right now. With no objectives, no agendas, no anxieties. I'm not overthinking things. All this tension has gone from out of me and the world looks fucking incredible. The movement of all those little different leaves there together is creating an amazing effect that's like hypnotic. This is a great thing you can do for yourself just to improve your quality of life, of course, just like all meditation. And again, it can help you to see reality more clearly. What this will do for you in practical terms, if you begin an approach session, a day game session, whatever you want to call it, like this, you've cultivated inside of yourself a sense of wonder. You're ready to have curiosity now. You're just seeing things and you're driven to go and explore them just like that child. You've become a little kid in the playground and there's a pretty girl you want to run over and just look at her. You're without shame. You're forgetting about those kinds of things. Those kinds of things are creations of thoughts, ideas, patterns of behavior that you created over time and so much joy just because, just because it feels good to be alive. This needs to be your baseline. So much has been said about how chasing after pleasure and, and trying to fulfill oneself with, with what you can get and what you can achieve. Happiness is not getting what you want. Happiness is, is wanting what you get. And what that really means is being ready to fully experience it. We become spoiled in life. There's this overwhelming sense of, of uh, I suppose, uh, deadness that comes when, when we are sating ourselves, our appetites so much. Use meditation like this to refresh yourself. This can be a really great way to overcome what guys describe as 
approach anxiety, where you're entering into your head and you're noticing these sensations as your body becomes activated. <sighs> what I want to leave you with here is a particular type of approach. This particular type of approach is focused on innocence. I would encourage you to do it for two reasons. One, I've seen that it's incredibly effective. Let me describe for you. As you begin your approaching and seduction journey, you may well begin in very formal ways. There's a, a particular script that goes something like this. You've stopped her. Hi, I just noticed you over there. And, and, and just quickly, I just wanted to come over and tell you, you look very nice. What are you doing today? You've used a pre-frame, you've introduced yourself. Okay? That's one way to enter into a, a seduction, into an interaction and do an approach. Certainly one that is direct and stopping her. But what I'm hoping you'll discover as I continue to teach you through these videos is that if you cultivate within yourself the kind of social practice that allows you to be connected with all of the people that you see around you, you may well find that you're able to simply slip into interactions that are indirect but just as powerful. I had one this morning myself. I walked out the front door of my apartment and there was a woman before me leaving her apartment at exactly the same time. A gorgeous young lady with a little dog who started to bark at me. I managed to make friends with the dog. But I tell you the truth, I was not thinking in that moment, oh wow, I'm going to seduce this girl. To me, the entire thing was what we describe as natural. I was able to simply relax and enter into the situation to have fun with the dog and just to ask a couple of questions. What I'm trying to describe you, describe for you is the kind of state of, of, of innocence and of, I suppose, what, what one of our uh, most talented coaches, Jess Daly, describes as kind of passionate disinterest. I'm there, I'm alive, I'm awake, but I'm not doing it in this focused search and destroy kind of way. I'm just like, here you are. This kind of peace, comfortableness within yourself, this kind of natural wonder at things will allow you to slow down, will allow you to be more calm, will allow you to give authentic responses. There's more that I want to say about that, but not just at this stage. What I want you to be encouraged to do at this stage is simply cultivate this sense of childlike wonder. Take this into your everyday life. I'm hoping that this is something that's going to give you more calm in general, a better quality of life, simply because you are experiencing things rather than thinking about them. And what I'm hoping that it's going to bring into your interactions and your seductions is a state of being where you are ready more than ever to relax, to enjoy, to play, to have fun. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.